It takes money. I feel like that's the best <laughs> Iamic pentameter joke you're going to hear all week. So somewhere, a couple, i.e. the king and the queen of the night, gave birth to a male strip club. It's true. <laughs> yes, it's uh, their strip royalty. I forgot to mention I had colic. <laughs> yeah, Jeets. She gave me some pain. Way seaboat. It's in ramblings. Also, no orange juice today. I thought I'd mix it up. Yeah. Were you disappointed? I was surprised. I was bamboozled. There was almost no juice today. Wow. And I bought it because I'm like, oh, Vicky's going to complain. Really? I mean, partly. I well, also... you should have just told me to bring juice. When I was I like, I had, you need me I to bring anything. I bought apple juice. Yeah, I went with the grapefruit. It's Julian, so I'm going oh. rogue here. Oh, sorry, Jules. I uh, assumed that was yours. I was trying to guess out of the two which was more likely yours. And I was like, I just can't imagine Ben buying apple juice. That must be Erica's. No, he buys the upmarket juice, so. Uh, I feel like apple juice is a lady juice. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the more feminine of the juices. And I'm not feminine enough to drink apple juice? Oh, I would never argue that you're not feminine enough for something. <laughs> it's never been a problem. But this is my point. Like, what makes apple juice so feminine? I, don't, I just feel like it's a lady juice. Don't you think it's just no, delicate? No, no, I don't think. <laughs> it's just delicate flavoured and... I do uh, chug my orange juice with like razor shards and <laughs> glass in it. I shoot with one hand and drink orange juice with the other yeah. and I'm all out of orange juice. <laughs> no, I just I just feel like it's a lady of a juice. It's like a finer, more soft and gentle juice <laughs> for the finer sex. Because it's got no pulp? Is that what we're getting at? I don't know that that's it. I don't know. It's just... Well, you can see all the way through it. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's not hiding something. With exactly. the orange juice, the mango nectar, who knows what's in the middle exactly. of that shit. It's oblique like men, whereas the other one is clear and simple like women. And therefore, it's, it's unexpected sweeter. for men. I think too. that's it. And because I'm a super taster... Yeah, it's it too would... sweet for you. Well, men don't traditionally like as sweet things as women. Is that is science to back that up? No. <laughs> okay. I, no. <laughs> anecdotal signs of my life. I feel like you don't like sweet food that much. Yeah, again, but I feel like I'm an exception. No, I think most men don't really eat sweets that I know. You and my father. The two men in your life. Arena doesn't really. So yeah, the three men that I know don't eat sweets. (laughs) I know chocolate. Like girls seem to gravitate to chocolate much more than guys. I really wanted some when I was in your kitchen, but I was like the likelihood of there being any is low. There's... A chocolate bunny left over from Easter hidden Sweet. away in the uh, pantry right. if you're that desperate. I am quite desperate. Where is it? Like I said, in the pantry. All right, off I go. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. <laughs> and this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings 118, Wait, a very crazy episode. <laughs> We've got a... you forgot to introduce on mine. Go on. Who's that? <laughs> that is... Uh... Lint, the gold bunny from Easter. Now, keep in mind, it is now October. (laughs) It's been at least six months since Easter. (laughs) Yeah, are you that desperate for chocolate that you so desire a, uh, you know, a lint bunny leftover from half a year ago? Yeah, you could have told me Christmas and I'd still be interested. In fact, if you said last Easter, I would have been like, "Eh, I'll give it a try. What's the cutoff like? Obviously, so that's Easter before. That's two and a half years. Yeah, I reckon at that point. It's not looking great. Yeah, it's nah. gone all white. It doesn't look amazing, does it? 
Sorry, I've dropped it on your floor. So it's like a dark chocolate Easter bunny with a bell around its neck. Hence how it introduced itself. And yeah, as I wanted Vicky to open this on air just because I suspected this might be the case. It's yeah. not looking amazing. It doesn't look great. I'm pro- Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm probably going to eat it anyway, was what I was about to say. But there's one particular spot that's really put me off. That sort of does yeah. not look good. <laughs> I, I, Would I was- you like to take some photos before I devour this? Are you actually going to try it? Yeah. Oh my god! I thought we, were, I thought I would have like days to take photos just because. Well, like I have to worry about it going in the bin, and that's about the extent of it. Here, hold it. So, do you want to see what we began with? So that's where I was like, yeah, it should be fine. Okay. And then this is where I started rethinking. It. Yeah. So the front of it is all speckled. Like it looks like. I don't know why. Because it looks like chicken pox, I feel like it's going to give me chicken pox or like measles or something. It's definitely got some kind of disease. It looks like it's got a skin condition. You know what it looks like is one of these uh, petri dishes of <laughs> just like mold or something. That's growing. so true. Whoops. Well, I bashed its head in, so I'm going to eat some. This is proving how far women will go for chocolate <laughs> or maybe just how far Vicky will go for chocolate. I feel like you're the exception. Like, I don't know if anyone's that committed. It's actually not bad. Well, I assume it's still... Ta- no, I'm not having any. <laughs> it's been there for half a year. Can you take the bell off yeah, at least? Yeah, that so, is not great, is it? I mean, eating into the mic isn't great, but also, like, the constant tinkling. Well, is- I, f- <laughs> I felt like I had to try it on mic. I mean, I admire your commitment to the bit, if to that's radio. what this is. <laughs> but I feel like it's also... It would have happened regardless of if there was a microphone or not. Oh, yeah. There could have been nothing staked on this. Missed yeah. <laughs> All right, go on. You've eaten the grossest bit first. Yeah. Is this like you're saving your dinner? Like, I'm going to eat my vegetables. Mm-hmm. So I'll get to like the French fries. <laughs> I'll have. Wow. I know what I'm about. <laughs> I thought I knew what you're about. <laughs> God, all right. <laughs> you seem disturbed. It's gross. <laughs> It's so gross. I can't believe that. I can't believe you're w- willing to go through with it and broadcast it to the world. Like, <laughs> if like if you were in um, Home Alone, yeah, not in Home Alone. If you were Home Alone, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I like the idea better of if I was yeah. in Home Alone. You're, if you were Macaulay Culkin and mm-hmm. you stumbled upon a chocolate lint bunny. No, I'd be too busy foiling robbers. That's true. All right, just say you're Home Alone and you are like desperate for chocolate. Thanks for like crunching it right into the microphone. <laughs> And you're like, I could throw this away because it is not look like chocolate anymore. <laughs> it looks like it's infected. Or I could secretly eat it and no one would know. I think I'm more likely if I was home alone to not eat it because I'd just be like, oh, just go to the shop and buy some more. It's not that far. But I'm sort of stuck here doing this, so I've got to take what I can I see. I'm forcing <laughs> this upon you. Uh-huh. But I feel like I would almost understand. It's like, well... It's my secret shame. No. It's mine and mine alone. No one's going to judge me what, for what they don't know. Now, this is like... See, Ben, you're a man that lacks integrity. If I do it in private, I'll do it in public. But you're saying it's almost the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it in public, but not for private. But it's not... <laughs> but I don't believe this is just for some kind of on-air stunt. I feel like no, this is not. just how desperate you want chocolate. I just really want chocolate. <laughs> you're right. Really Does it taste weird at all? No. It just tastes like dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we have to wait for Vicky to finish this entire bunny, or at least her mouthful, before we can I've continue got one with the more show. Little bit. 
I wonder if I'm going to get sick later in the week. We'll keep our eyes on that. <laughs> Stay tuned for uh, next episode. Yeah. Where Make sure you screenshot any texts. <laughs> Thanks for that. I'm getting chuckled all over my uh, $7,000 sheets. <laughs> oh, come on. Are right, you ready to continue? Yeah, let's go on. I wanted to talk to you about Demon Dave. <laughs> Pardon? Dean and Dave. Not Demon Babes? I want to talk to you about Demon Babes also. <laughs> but I Demon Babes. I uh, want to talk to you about many things. I kind of want to go back to Demon Babes. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about oh, Demon Babes. What have you got to say about Demon Babes? I mean, I'd prefer them to regular demons. <laughs> Do you prefer them to regular babes? No, definitely not. <laughs> what would a Demon Babe be? I just assume like a demon slightly sexy. Really? A succubus or whatever. A succubus? Yeah. She's a, a succubus. <laughs> I mean, it's not something you say when the bus drives by without stopping. It's, it's not a word that I pronounce often. No, it just didn't roll off the tongue. How do you say trapezoid? I think you got it. Yeah, someone was like, "No, it's trape- trapezoid." Yeah, I've yeah. heard trapezoid. Mm, I think that's wrong. I feel like it's <laughs> one of these either-or situations. Someone was like, "You fucking idiot!" It's trapezoid, and I was like, "What?" I don't think uh, if I heard someone say either, I would correct them. No. But anyway, Demon Babes. I'm sort of imagining like some sort of, what's her name from that movie where she grants wishes because she's the devil. Come on. You know exactly what I, I mean. I don't. Really? You have to. Liz Hurley. Oh, Bewitched. Is it? Is that what it's called? She's the devil. Yeah. I guess the devil she's is a, a demon, demon babe. of some sort. Yeah. Well, that's basically a succubus. Except, okay. So she doesn't like, she grants you wishes instead of sleeping with you. It's so like, you'd rather just It's babe. the PG version of a Demon succubus. Babes. Yeah, no. Well, really? I feel like a demon babe, there's a bit of edge. Wouldn't you be more surprised if I'm like, I want a demon babe, not a regular babe? No, I think that's the way to go. What, because it's, it adds a bit more a danger to it? Yeah, it's a bit of a spice the, 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 of life. <laughs> it's variety. I don't know. How many, well, I was reading this weird article this morning. Don't okay. even ask me how I stumbled upon this. Oh, I was on Cracked, and they were talking about how this guy writes women's erotica. Yeah. And apparently, like, the more niche it gets, the better sales you get. Because no one else has written that particular genre. So if someone is looking for it, then you're the one source of it, maybe. Yeah, or, like, people Google exactly for what they want. Like, no one is just, like, sexy erotica. It's, like, sexy goat erotica. Yeah, well, that kind of makes sense to me because there's got to be so much just generic Fifty Shades type stuff out there. That once you go real specific, you've got less competition. So anyway, this guy, I like, I'm about to blow your mind. This guy earns... I appreciate the uh, preparedness. I can yeah, you're going to have to peel down. bits off it off the ceiling. Yeah. This guy earns three grand a month. Not bad. Which is okay. And he writes mind control incest porn. That is awfully specific. Right. How many of and these gross. stories has he written? 168. I feel like you kind of get the gist after maybe like the first five or so. (laughs) But also it's just so gross. But he's like, yeah, the more he's like vampires, they don't sell. Werewolves, always sexy. Really? Apparently. See, I would have thought that they would be on par. I would have thought so. And then he's like, some people are into bestiality, but you can't sell bestiality on Amazon. So that's the way around it. You can have sex with a werewolf because it's actually Because it can like transform. Yeah. (laughs) Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said it was a weird article, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You did. I'm just trying to think through the logistics here. So 168, do you know how long these stories are each? I think you said 20,000 words. 
Jeez. Yeah, I know. It's a thesis. <laughs> but that he's writing like on a, I don't know, what, monthly basis or something. I suppose so. Like maybe one a month. I don't know. I imagine that these are part of a, a series. They've got to be. Surely you're not coming up with that many different like scenarios yeah. where this is a case. But even like The Simpsons, by the time they get to episode 160. They're sort of running out of ideas. Like, oh, well, uh. I don't know, Homer gets another new job. Yeah. Like, how many <laughs> how many mind control incest stories are there out there? Okay, so what's... Apparently 168. Like, do you know any more details? Like, what's... I'm going to guess a mind control incest story is that there's, like, a brother and sister and one mind controls the other into a relationship. Is I like, assume so. Maybe there's other versions of that. Like, well, someone mind I'm... controls them both for their pleasure. Like... Mm, I see. See, you've already got two books right there. <laughs> Give them both sequels, maybe, you know, trilogies, you're up to six. All right. So what? <laughs> what is the specific um, weird erotica genre that we can get into that's untapped? Yeah, I don't know. I was going with Demon Babes. Okay. Let's write a Demon Babe. Like, <laughs> let's write the synopsis. Okay. In the Demon Babe uh, universe, the Demon Babe trilogy. Mm-hmm. We'll start small. All right. I mean... Like everything's a trilogy. We don't know we'll get to 168. We can strongly suspect we will, which we will, but we'll begin. I mean, we haven't got to 168 podcasts yet. (laughs) It's taken us seven years. I feel like let's uh, not aim for the stars yet. Yeah. But I do like the 3,000 a month thing. So it's worth exploring. Oh, sure. I mean, that's less than I earn now. I feel like there's a missing element. Like they've already got the incest and the mind control. control. I feel like we need need something else. One more thing. So they're demons and they're babes. Yeah. But what else is it? That's a good start, but that's like a B horror film Mm, rather than like this like weird erotica sub genre that we're talking about. I don't know. A lot of this stuff weirds and grosses me out. So I don't, (laughs) I don't want to commit to anything. Well, they've got the, um, They've got like the supernatural element, yeah, which we've got. We have to f- figure out the porn element, I guess. Oh, he's, he's they're got babes. Th- is that enough? Oh, like, like what kind of babes are they? Like yeah. in what way will they enjoy your time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're getting at? I with whom know. do they share their company and how do they do so? Or maybe it's like well, they went with the superpower of um, mind control. Like what superpower oh, do I like, demons have? Like okay. obviously Liz Hurley had the wish granting right sure okay so that's like kind of taken but like have you got something i feel like you do well i feel like you know all the basics we've got to look deeper like if they're demons i assume they've got wings yeah then you can fly right like that's that's boring that's a great that comes with the territory right that's not adding anything no oh my gosh i've got it okay they're hackers yes yes they are (laughs) into people's computers yep and they blackmail them using their secret information into sex mm-hmm. i think we got it <laughs> get riding vicky <laughs> it's like swordfish but with much more uh, sexy with a demons. supernatural side well yeah. in my mind i can just see a woman in a robe so it's very tasteful her nipples are covered but okay. her breasts are bright red how many whole, all of her is red how many She's breasts does she have just the two okay the traditional yeah i went traditional in my mind i'm sorry but now like we we're talking demon babes mm. that does add a lot of extra angles has doesn't she, it has she got wings has she got horns she's got horns and wings and yep. she's bright red that yep. was where i went in my mind and she's wearing some sort of like open-necked dressing gown okay i'm yeah <laughs> very tasteful <laughs> in my uh cover designs and like who's the uh like i assume on the cover of the book we need some kind of fabio type well, I was going to go with that he is some sort of criminal. That's why the hacking has worked. 
So he's a criminal mastermind that thinks no one can take him down. Well, he's also a hacker. No, he's a criminal. So he's, he's a criminal he's, mastermind who thought that he's he just like a bank owned this or town. Something. No, he's like the head of the mob. Okay. So he's like, I am. No one can touch me. And then a demon babe hacks into his computer and gets all this evidence against him. And then she literally touches him. Yeah. Sounds hot. <laughs> but no, I was thinking. Anyway. Like, I was thinking we got obviously the uh, Mills and Boone era. They had Fabio as their like right. cover model. Mm-hmm. Like every. Are you angling for the job? Is that where you're going? No, I was just brainstorming. Like, ah, who like- can we? Who's the modern equivalent? Ooh. Like we have, obviously we have the demon babe in See, the negligee on the cover. Weirdly in my mind, yeah. I was thinking odd job from like, <laughs> <laughs> from, uh, like 2000s Bond. era James Bond. <laughs> I think it's even e- earlier. I think that's like it, 80s is Bond. <laughs> yeah, it is. Or like, yeah, 80s or 90s. Yeah. Cause yeah. I think it's like um, Goldfinger. The yeah. Odd job so appears. I think it's like 90s. For anyone who is unfamiliar with Odd Job, <laughs> who is definitely our cover model, there will be a mock-up of this in the gallery if I'm feeling That's like exactly where my mind went Yeah, no, this to. is a brilliant first choice. Yeah. Um, I'll bring up a picture, shall I, to sort of... To jug the memory? Yeah. He's um, a very short, I think, Asian no, guy. 1959 was his appearance. In what movie or like what book? Uh, the Henchman to Auric Goldfinger and the 1955 James Bond novel. Yeah. And it's 1964 film adaptation. Yeah. So it's uh, not <laughs> It's not a, a modern reference. No, but I feel like, yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I don't know why. That was just like, I was trying to think of a mobster and I went straight <laughs> to thinking of Odd But you went to like some mobster henchman as well. Which he's not even yeah, the main boss. Yeah, he's not boss. even the main. Well, now he is. Times have changed. <laughs> he was on the way up in the 60s. Yeah. And now that we've got to the late thousands, he's finally reached the <laughs> pinnacle. Um, a job's <laughs> power, basically. Isn't it his hat? Yeah, he's got like a hat that he uses as like a Xena esque throwing weapon. Like, I guess it's like a Chinese star is meant to be the yeah. idea behind it. So maybe he's got like some kind of metal rim. Well, I think there's like a blade. Yeah, within yeah. It. yeah. And so it's like a bowler hat, and I feel like in Goldfinger he throws it and like knocks the heads off of a couple of statues to to you prove know, yeah how yeah, dangerous how, it is exactly. So it's like him in a bowler hat, like an old Asian man. I assume we can't find the actor who's originally odd job. Can you look up yeah, if he's still alive? Yeah, hang on. How Probably old not. is he now? Oh, I don't think he's alive. Hang on. Oh, no. Yeah. He's... Oh, no, he died. I'm sorry. What, he died yeah. at 62 in 1982. Oh, uh, long sorry. gone. Yeah, lo- long gone. Yeah. So do we uh, license his likeness? Toshiyuki Harold Sakata. Or do we get someone to dress up as odd job and be like the new modern equivalent because they're rebooting all this stuff like spectre we got blofeld came back yeah magnificent sevens back yeah like surely an odd job appearance is not far off you would hope i mean fingers crossed yeah yeah i mean you've really got me there i'm not sure i kind of like the original or do we go some kind of like all these books often have like the uh, cartoon like kind of realistic but hand-drawn covers Right. Oh, so we could hand draw his yeah, we like, just get likeness. Like an artist to represent. He did appear in several Vix forty four commercials as odd job. What's Vix? Like the vapor rub stuff. <laughs> you know what exactly what I mean? When you got a cold? What a weird choice. I know. What a strange cross promotion. Like obviously it makes perfect sense for erotica. But the ads show him inadvertently breaking several objects via coughing fits, only to have his rampages halted by taking doses of the featured product. Does he break Naturally? it with his hat, though? I'm not sure. 
can we like is this on youtube i can only hope hang on let's see if we can find it because we could play the uh audio that would be amazing oh here we go we got it this is what the internet is made for it's did you find it yeah you are kidding me. digging wow. up commercials from the 60s, what, the 60s? featuring obscure james bond villain all right let's uh we have not listened or watched this let's give it a whirl no matter how strong a man is a cough can still get the upper hand <laughs> Oh, like with martial arts. I hate it when that happens. But fortunately, there's Vicks Formula 44, the extra strength cough booster. <coughs> Effective as codeine. I've never had that issue. Topic. Extra strength to help control a cough before it goes on a rampage. Have okay. you ever had the issue of your arms flailing wildly yeah. while you've got a cough? I can't say I have. <laughs> <laughs> in the commercial, I think at one point he kicks something because of his cough. <laughs> he punches through like a door and a fire hydrant and a wall. Like I understand the reference is he's like a martial arts expert that's yeah. really strong, but I've never randomly flailed my arms about because I was coughing. There's, Have you? No, I feel like if I was in that position, I'd probably just stand away from anything. Stuff. Yeah, like just find an open field. <laughs> just have someone, wait it out. yeah, deliver me the uh, medicine. There's another one. I don't know yeah. if it, it might be the same, the same one. Thing. Oh, yeah, here's another one. So this is on an elevator. Remember to carry Formula 44 extra strength cough discs. Each disc contains as much cough suppressant as a spoonful of Formula 44 cough mixture for coughs that strike away from home. Vicks Formula 44 cough discs mm. and cough mixture. That's a very restrained commercial yeah. by comparison. You just I assume that once. was the later follow-up one. Like, you know how in an yep. ad break you'll sometimes have the main ad and it's like the second sort of 30 second reminder of what you saw earlier yeah but like the first one he punches over like 10 different things yeah, he destroys the entire something. front lawn of this woman's house <laughs> I the think second house okay well then the second one he uh just almost punches someone in the elevator and that's the entire of his destruction which is bizarre because he is again a villain He's like, well, I don't want to hit anyone. <laughs> this crowded elevator. I'm not that kind you, of guy. You think he wouldn't care? Well, no, he's like a villain, but he only punches people that deserve it, presumably. Well, he, then he's not really a villain. That's like a vigilante. No, but like the best villains don't realize that they're evil. They think they're doing oh, right. Oh, like yeah. they... Wow. Yeah, you make a point. Like they think they're on some sort of like mission yeah. from... Like, I mean, some, some of them, like I think Goldfinger <clears throat> maybe just wants to steal a bunch of gold. I think so. For his fingers, I guess. <laughs> no, I don't really not, know. I don't think he actually has a gold finger. Oh. I just think he's uh, got a taste oh, like for gold. Butter fingers, like when you drop stuff all the time. Like gold fingers is when you're constantly taking gold. Sure. I want that nickname. You want me to nickname you gold fingers or butter fingers? Gold fingers. Have I told you this story? Speaking of changing names, <laughs> this is so good. I think I must have told it on air because it still makes me laugh. So you know how we were talking about animals with people names. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think we were talking about it on the cast. Okay. I met a dog called Ian. Yeah, that's a very... Um, it's a good name. I laughed. Yeah. I appreciated it. So my friend, I was telling my friend this, and he's like, yeah, we used to have this really beautiful female grey cat that we named Duchess, and then we had to give it away to our cousins because we were moving, and then next time we saw it, it was renamed Graham. What do you mean, who renamed it? The cousins. They renamed this beautiful female cat from Duchess to Graham. And you feel like they were overstepping their bounds. I feel like, why would you call a beautiful female cat Graham? Why would you call any cat Graham to begin with? <laughs> but you also think they gave it a male name, which Well, just not even suit. a nice name for an attractive cat. Like, it's not a, Graham's not a cat's name. 
It depends what you're going for. Like, as you say, like Ian is a funny name. Like if you want, <laughs> if you want to have people to laugh every time you call your pet. Choose Ian. Yeah. yeah. Or, or Graham. I feel like it succeeds <laughs> in both those, uh, you know, counts. Well, no, I just thought it was like unfortunate that this poor, beautiful cat got stuck with the name Graham. So were you more upset that with the name choice or that they changed it at all? The name choice. I was like, you shouldn't really change names, but if you do, make it something like princess or, I don't know, <laughs> whiskers or like some meowth. Sammy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like uh, once a cat has been called something for like, what, six years or however long yeah, they had Yeah, you're going to confuse the crap out of it. Uh, yeah, I feel like, well, that's its name now. Like mm. you... Unless you are given a cat that's like a stray or something, it's like, mm. we don't know what its old name is. Just like stick with the <laughs> original name. Like you can rename it as a as a kitten. Right. Yeah. But I feel like after, I don't know, six months, then that's yeah. the... If they're limit. answering to that name, you can't just mix it up. Yeah. That's really confusing. Like we had a cat called Jess for like 19 years or something. What, on the 19th you just switched it up? I don't think she would come if I started calling her Graham. <laughs> Would you call her Graham? No, because no. it's a horrible name. I guess like whatever you say when you tap the rim of their food dish. Is their name. Yeah, they will come to that from <laughs> now on. Well, isn't that like come here, pussycat? Oh, well, we used to tap into like Jess or we oh, had really? another cat called uh, Pepper, Like Pepper, and oh. like that's how they learn their name basically. Because well, like, well, I'll have food. This is what they say when there's food, and then you trick them, and they're like, <laughs> "Wait a minute! You usually say that when there's food." <laughs> so they actually don't know that's their name. That's the code word for foods arrived. Well, it probably also thinks its name is a series of taps on a can. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Jess. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a, a series of Swahili. Cats yeah, that's that what we I was named. thinking. Like, what is it? Exclamation points? Yeah, it is. What? That's how they spell it. Yeah. I can't say I've ever seen it written yeah my friend there was an African fellow working in a casino I have to lean away from the mic to tell his story and he had exclamation point Belay as his name and so like he helped my friend out cashed in all this money and he was really happy so he's like you know thank you so much Belay <laughs> and he's like why are you shouting <laughs> he was a very serious guy and he was like why are you shouting and he's like because your name is Belay anyway thanks so much Belay <laughs> and he's like no why are you shouting? My name is Bile. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was definitely like a regular exclamation mark because I know... Oh, I don't know. Maybe um, this guy's an idiot. Like in, in Spanish, they've got the upside down exclamation mark that, that goes at the front of the word. Yeah. And that kind of makes sense to me because like in English, if you write a word and then the exclamation mark is at the end of the sentence... Like, it's too late to You're pronounce like, oh, it. Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to be excited yeah, by now. I should have put some more emphasis on this <laughs> sentence. But in uh, Spanish, obviously, it's like, hey, right up front, here's the emphasis. <laughs> Roll with it's it. It's going to be a question when you get to the other end. Or it's going to be, you know, a thing that you have to shout or, right. you know, put some excitement into it. Yeah, your that's voice. true. Like, if you're, like, reading something and you're like, I'm just super excited about this cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, all right, can we go back to talking about Demon, Dean and Dave? Dean not- and Dave's. Yeah, not Demon Babes. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I mentioned a year ago mm-hmm. that I went to one of their parties. Sure. Is that going to be the story? It's, we've been waiting a while. What do you mean? Is it a story from a year ago? No, no, no. I told oh. the story that my problem is they're brothers. And they look identical. They're so similar looking. And I've had this conversation with friends 
and they're like, what are you talking about? Like they, some of them are like just obviously geniuses at telling people. Yeah, right. Like, like if you've got two got identical sort of- twins, <laughs> you can tell the difference. I'm not that guy. I just think there's some sort of like internal like mind, like you know how casinos scan you as you walk in? Oh, the facial recognition. Yeah, some people just have facial recognition. Yeah, well, they're fooling my facial recognition. <laughs> no, you don't have it. No, it's These other not. people. So um, their brothers, they're about like, I think about 18 months apart. So the ages are similar. Even their names are somewhat similar. <laughs> <laughs> the one syllable D names. Yeah, I f- I, look, I'm with you. I can't tell them apart either. Yeah. I get along with both of them. That's good. It'd be annoying if you didn't like one. It's just problematic that I get them so mixed up because <laughs> often I'm talking to one of them I'm like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so um, which one? And so my problem last year was I got invited to Dave's birthday mm-hmm. and I got to the house, I pulled up front and he was right outside. I'm like, happy birthday, man. He's like, why do people keep saying that? It's Whoa. not my birthday. I'm like, crap, I got the wrong one. Oh, no. But and I was like, is he joking? No, he wasn't joking. <laughs> okay. But I was... Uh, well, at least you got the wider people keep saying that. that exactly. I was so glad like, that I wasn't the only me. one that was making this mistake. So that kind of reinforced the fact that I was... Not know, alone in this concern. I right. agree. I'm on your side. Um, and so I went inside. I'm like, happy birthday, man, to the obviously the birthday boy. Mm. And he's like, oh, thanks. He had no idea what <laughs> I'd screwed up. <laughs> Another I hope year the other guy wasn't keeping the list to like exchange them later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's all the friends that think I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously another year has passed. Another party is due. Mm-hmm. The concern props up again. Exactly. I just wait and see which of the people people are swarming around saying happy birthday to. Uh, it was a packed. It was at a packed bar, so <laughs> it wasn't like I could really. It was like everywhere was packed. You know. Okay. There it's w- hard to tell. Yeah. Who had the presence nearer to them? No, that's also confusing because yeah. one could be assisting the other brother. Yeah, and again, it wasn't like we were bringing presents. It was just like a meet and greet at a bar okay. type scenario. So that didn't really help me either. Beforehand, I knew this would be a problem. Mm. So I went on Facebook. I studied no. I studied his photo. What, is there like a scar or something? I wish. If there was oh. only some kind of like distinguishing photo, yeah. But no, that wasn't the case. I did discover once I got to the party that one had grown a significant beard. Yes. Thank you. But it doesn't help me because... You don't know who had done that in the meantime. The photos on Facebook were pre-beard. Yeah, that actually probably throws you off a little (laughs) because what you'd studied... Yeah, it was different in real life. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, your study materials, when you reach the test, that wasn't on the syllabus. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm studying beforehand because I knew that this would be an issue. Mm. I'm looking on Facebook. I'm like, all right, that's Dean. Yeah. Then I flick to his brother. That's also Dean. What are you doing? Like, they just look identical. <laughs> Give me... Do you have them now? Let me... I can show you. See on air if I still agree with you. All right. All right. So, this is Dave. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the one I matched with, isn't it? On, like, Tinder or something? I think so. All right. And see, like, I see this photo, like, on his wall. I'm like, I swear that's his brother. <laughs> like, it might be his brother. I don't know. Well, he has a beard there. Does that not help? No. Like, the beard is in flux. And that's his brother. They don't look anything alike. That's an older photo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've gone off the train. I used to be on your side, but this has not convinced me. What about this one here? He's also got a beard. Mm. No, they definitely look quite different. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, all right. I'll find a photo. One of them has curly hair. No, they don't. <laughs> all right, who's that in the middle? 
Well, I don't know which is which in general, but that's the second one you showed me. Nope, it's the first one. Oh, dang. See? Well, you got me. There we go. Okay, never mind. I take back everything I said. And see, like, that particular photo, no beard. They keep, like, growing it and shaving it. That right, throws you off. switch it between them. Exactly. At any one time, one of them could have the beard. Have they ever both had one? Maybe it's, like, yeah, they've got some sort of rule. Like, no, they both had it. It's just varying lengths. Oh, right. Okay. I thought it was, like, maybe a rule that only one or another could have it. Uh, if that's the case, they have not discussed it with Ooh, me. Okay. So, my pre-study, not helping whatsoever. <laughs> I get to the party and I immediately, like, scan the room, see who... I know that's at the party because it wasn't like a private function or anything. Right. A bunch of people there. Yeah. I lock eyes with one of them. Oh, no. <laughs> one like, of the well, brothers. It's too I'm late. Going in. Yeah, I can't back out now. I'm just going to guess and uh, hope that it's the right one. Um, oh. So I get into the conversation and I don't want to come out with the happy birthday man. Again, because he can't be... He's like, I told you last year we don't share a birthday. <laughs> Hopefully you wouldn't you remember that. But. Well, you couldn't do that. Oh, I thought you guys sh- shared a birthday. You just yeah. look so young. Twice. No, no I, I, <laughs> it's hard to pull that off. This worked for me. Uh-oh, okay. After like five minutes of conversation, it kind of turned to, oh yeah, I feel so old now. I was on Tinder and now I'm swiping through and I'm in like a completely different demographic. Oh, excellent. Sounds like a man who's just had a birthday. It does. It sounds... Oh, no. It wasn't. No, it was him, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, they're born one day yeah. apart. And so once he finally said that, I'm like, ah, happy birthday, happy man. Birthday. And so I, I, I did get it Hope right. Hope you like the new ladies. But I was very um, I, you were Columbo. hesitant. Right, you are on the case. Yeah, I had to do at least like a lot of uh, groundwork before I got to the actual... No, I feel like you're the mentalist. Like you're just giving him enough conversational rope to hang himself as the birthday boy. Or maybe he was like if fishing just... for a happy birthday. It's like, why have we been talking why? for five minutes yeah. and he hasn't mentioned it? Do you not care it's my birthday, but yeah. you're here? This is just so right. confusing. But it was funny, like apparently, yeah, the day before he's on Tinder and it's like all 25 to 29-year-olds. Oh no, and now it's like and 30 to 40. Yeah, now he's getting all the hot mamas. Oh wow, how does he feel about that? I think he felt older. Significantly. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's like, I've reached step-parent territory. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but the other thing that happened at this party, I was talking to one of my uh, female friends mm-hmm. and she's been going on a lot of Tinder, Tinder dates. dates recently. Mm-hmm. And so I was asking her how that was going. And she said, well, I went on a date with someone last week. Oh, okay. And they'd been on, I think it was their uh, third date. That's a lot of dates. That's a relationship in my mind these days. <laughs> and she's like, I told him I was nuts. How did that go? Oh, that was my follow-up. <laughs> it's the natural follow-up. It's got to be. Yeah. And she, Why she is was almost, She was almost going to... Proud of it? Again, another natural follow-up. No, she was like basically teetering on the edge with this guy. She was like, Ooh. I'm going to ditch him. But this was kind of like, drew her back in. Because he didn't mind. Because he didn't flip out. She's like, I got to tell you something. I'm nuts. And he was like, oh, yeah, I get that. Well, because that's not very clear. Like, in what way are you nuts? Well, that was kind of what I was saying. Like, you can't just come out with the I'm I'm nuts nuts. line because there's a huge spectrum. Oh, there's a long, there's a big spectrum of nuts. Like, all women are nuts. But like, how nuts are you? Right. Like, like, are you slobbering on yourself? You could be like, oh, I'm nuts. I eat breakfast for dinner. <laughs> or I'm nuts. I've got six kids trapped in my basement. Right. Like, yeah, that's right. 
I feel like it's on him to I'm dig crazy. a little deeper. I'll cry when you don't reply to my text messages versus I'll murder you. Yeah, I'm <laughs> cutting myself right now. Yeah. So uh, did she? Did he? Didn't ask any follow up questions. It didn't sound like it. Wow. I'm like, you've got to clarify this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more concerned for her that he took that on board because I would be like, that's a good point. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> This was a test, buddy, and you just failed. Failed because you. I would like to think later down the track when we're a couple and you're vetoing people to join our life, you're just letting them drop. I'm nuts without any backstory. Yeah, he, all his friends come over for dinner one night. It's like, uh, this is Steve. He's nuts. Um, Bob, crazy. Uh, Bianca, she's also nuts. It's and I'm like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you that would fit right to, in. You really need to start asking follow-up questions, Dave. Yeah. We've been together for a while now, and uh, <laughs> you're not one for for probing. Yeah. <laughs> so she didn't drop I'm nuts because of this? No, well, I asked her what she meant by that. Yeah. And she was basically talking like met she'd had mental health issues, like depression. And, oh, hasn't everybody? Uh, well, like I kind of... I feel like with you. good luck finding a woman that hasn't. <laughs> really? Like, do you know any woman that hasn't ever? Oh, I know like maybe two. Two that are the same? Yeah. I mean, like, comp- have never had a mental health problem. Well, that's why, like, I think you and me would agree with this, that you don't need the I'm nuts discussion. N- I wouldn't mention that I had depression in the past. But... But I wouldn't frame it as I'm nuts. I think the way to have these things is like the way the way to that i would approach it you get them to fall in love share with their you. diagnoses you share yours it's a moment <laughs> yeah we we'll slide them both across yeah. the table like all right std free oh depression okay <laughs> like what about you what have you got yeah that's right oh been through our glandular fever have not yet but uh still got your wisdom teeth okay okay we can work with that yeah you saw i think yeah, date five should be sliding medical histories across the table. <laughs> Ooh, family history of heart disease. Me too. That might not be good for us in the future. <laughs> Diabetes free. Yeah, that's, that's a good start. Yeah. Um, you had uh, herpes once, but it's uh, cleared up cleared now. Up, so. Well done, you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> history of anxiety. Ooh. That makes me anxious, actually. So I don't know. It could <laughs> be a compounding. Go. We might bounce off each other. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the way I would mention it is not sliding my medical history across the table. Like, it seems to come up in telling other stories. I feel like you don't even need to bring it up until... They're in love like with you. It's like, you've got kids and it's too late. Yeah, a lot of people don't think that way. <laughs> I don't like, you know, to trap people in situations they don't want to really? be Really? I thought that's exactly your technique. And look how well it's worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever had the I'm nuts conversation? No, like I said, so I'm friends with a guy at the moment that I would consider dating. Um, it's not you. Stop smiling. I'm smiling more. <laughs> and um, Don't worry, I just saw you eat that gross <laughs> piece of chocolate. I, I don't think, think there there's... was ever a time we would have dated that has long since sailed with the things you've seen. I know too much. You know too much. But that's because you've put it all out on the table. <laughs> this is exactly my point. Yeah, but we're not dating. That I know of. Okay, so if I was a potential datee... You would have... Suter uh, at that point. This podcast would be a lot less interesting. Uh, no, nah, I'm pretty out there. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it just came up in conversation. I was talking about my boss and I was like, he's a really great boss. And he's like, why? And I was like, oh, well, all these different reasons. And then I was like, yeah, when I was depressed, he like uh, adjusted my hours. So I didn't have to get up super early in the morning, which was hard at the time. Mm-hmm. 
um, and then went on got talking about what we were talking about. He went on or this other guy went on? Like the guy that you were dating? Like, I'm no, not dating him. No, no, no. The, the male friend kept going or your boss kept going? Uh, no, me, him and I just kept going on. Oh, with okay. The like he wasn't um, thrown by it, is what he you're saying. He wasn't like, whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind. Yeah, okay. What was that? No, it just was part of the conversation. So I feel like now he knows. Yeah, but I'm, I agree with you. Like 2016, everyone's fucking nuts. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> it's a high pressure society. Have you seen the GFC? We're all crazy now. Yeah, global warming. That's I know. The thing. There's a lot of things to worry about. Right. Trump's almost president. It's almost like if you're not worried, I'm concerned about you. No mental health history. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> we got to take you uh, to get a diagnosis. Stat. Yeah, I know because they're the ones that are about to snap and destroy <laughs> us all. If you're unconcerned about the state of things, I'm worried about your lifestyle and how often you get out. Yeah, you probably had a serious head injury because this world is terrifying. Yeah, you need to be more scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of ISIS? Right, that's a real threat. <laughs> So that's what she meant. She had a history of depression. And had, and he reacted fine and, to that. Yeah, and depression that and other like mental illnesses. But the fact that he took it so well, I thought... What did she expect uh, him to say? Whoa, 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 whoa. Sad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she expected. If, especially I was expecting if, a little ray of sunshine that never has feelings other than joy and supporting me. Maybe because she was saying that he was almost on the outs. Hmm that maybe this was some kind of test. It's like, I'll just see what happens. And right. If he's on... Yeah, if he doesn't react well, I don't care. Yeah, because I'm dumping him anyway. Right. And if he does, then, well, maybe we can get married. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't worry enough about that, but I don't think most guys really care if you have a mental health history. No, I, I would have thought... I think it's kind of hot in a way. That guys don't <laughs> care or that you're crazy? Yeah, that I'm crazy. Some people are into that. I mean, if it comes out in other parts of your relationship, changing tracks a bit. Okay. I just stumbled upon a video game that I'd never heard of Whoa, up until what? recently. Well, that's number surprise one. I know. I've heard of every game. I know. You have. I suspect you're a big fan of this series, but I don't know for sure. Is Carmen, it all over my Facebook wall or something? Probably. Carmen San Diego. Oh, you know I love Carmen San Diego. My oh. fake name when I needed to get f- stuff fixed by my old landlord was um, Cleopatra San Diego. Oh, right. Yeah, she would sign in the logbook, this is broken, Cleopatra San Diego, because I didn't want the blame for breaking it, but I wanted it fixed. Did they ever ask who Cleopatra San Diego was? They did not. <laughs> it was just someone, a mysterious woman that lived in our building that noticed a lot of stuff was broken. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe broke stuff. Yeah. Were, was it you that was breaking it, or you just didn't want someone to suspect it? Well, no, it was in France, so it was a big student building, so stuff would just break, or like someone would break it. And it was like, well, no one wants to own up to it. And I was like, well, this is where Cleopatra steps in. Okay. Yeah. Sure. She's my alter ego for whenever you don't want to be outed for something. So I, she signed up to like a lot of competitions and like stuff. That uh, yeah. You have right. to, like she gets a lot of spam emails, Cleopatra. Gotcha. There was like a series of games for anyone unfamiliar. I can't believe you only heard of this recently. recently. The game, you mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, there was... Because uh, Carmen San Diego, there was like... A bunch of games that were um, under that series. Right. Well, Where in the World is. Where in was Time this? was another one. Oh, I didn't know that one. That was the favorite. Um, where in the USA, I think, was another mm. one. And then they like just keep remaking these. So there was like three different Where in the Worlds. I loved Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Yeah. And so this was like in the 80s and 90s. It was like these educational, kind of like, ed- I guess, edutainment games. Yeah, I would say edutainment because it wasn't really educational. 
what do you mean? It did come with the World Almanac 1997 right. that I still have. Yeah, like we had to do research to yeah, like. Yeah, that's true. It's like I level. want to go to Lima. Like. <laughs> yeah, I I think I learned the uh, capital of Cuba from that game. Really? Huh. Havana. Well done. If anyone was wondering. Yeah, I was like, well, still in there? Yeah. Yes, it is. No, they like had all riddles. I was like, I'm going to Havana to eat a fried banana. Yeah, it was always rhyming. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, big fan of that series. I was astounded that I stumbled upon uh, entry into the franchise that I had not heard of before. I am excited. Where in North Dakota is Carmen You San are Diego? kidding me. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. So I think this was intended to be like a kind of like an ongoing. Like more, state by state. Game. Yeah. Very like regional version of the game. So it was going to be like we're in New York. We're in right. um, Maryland. And so it was like to teach North Dakotans about their state. Right. Obviously, that wasn't. would be so hard. Like, imagine where in Melbourne is Carmen San Diego. It's so it's way too specific. It's so hard. Like, I just don't know that much about every single suburb in Melbourne. Well, like I've been playing um, Pokemon Go, right? And like they've got all these landmarks highlighted. Yeah, I don't know ninety percent of those. And there's places around here that I'm like, like there's a, a statue right um, at the casino, right? And like I've seen the statue, but on the uh, on the game, it's like, hey, this is the big resonator. I'm like, I didn't know it was called the big resonator. (laughs) Do you feel like you resonate with it? Not really. That's not a big resonator then. (laughs) How many people are resonating with it? Maybe someone is. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. maybe, Okay, so it's one person that really resonates with it rather than a lot of people. The sculptor or something. Yeah. Really into it. Um, But like, again, it's not actively setting out to teach people. No, but, but it has. In but the- yeah, just in the process of playing that game, I'm like, I didn't know this mural was there. I didn't know what this sculpture was called. Well, imagine if it was like, I'm not no Dodo. I like listening to Toto. What suburb would you go to? Uh, Toto. Rosanna? Oh, man! That was a pretty good clue. <laughs> How did you get that? Well, at first I was like, Rosanna that would be a clue again. if like maybe I'm going Meet to Africa. That's one of my brother's favorite joke. Well, he told the joke once, my favorite joke of my brother's. Yeah. Once he was talking about how, I think I've talked about this, about how he's going to make the album Songs of the Suburbs. Yeah, you did mention that. Yeah. And Rosanna by Toto was one of them. Well, that's probably what inspired the album. And then he was like, all right, what do I do for Eagle Monster? <laughs> but North Dakota especially is funny to me. Well, because a lot of it's nothing. Well, it's if you're I want to go to the tundra again. If you're going to choose a Dakota... You've chosen the worst Dakota. <laughs> like they don't even have Mount Rushmore is probably the most famous landmark in a Dakota. And it's in South Dakota. Like, <laughs> But also I thought North Dakota was a lot of frozen tundra. Yeah, I feel like it. I love the thunder. I'm going to tundra. Ah, well, they're in the north. No, I'm sorry. The other frozen tundra. Like, <laughs> the one slightly next to that frozen tundra. Yeah. And it's got to be like, all right, well, I'm, where is she? She's in the uh, shopping center. I was like, well, that's not specific enough. Yeah. Like, North Dakota's a... It's a big old place. Yeah. Uh, uh, she's in that trash can in that shopping center. Like, how regional do you get? Right. I see what you're saying. But, Hang on. I want to show you something. This is un- somewhat related. So last night I was going out for dinner and my friend was like, no worries. I'll just send you like a photo of the map. Okay. Let me know if you could get there from this. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a screenshot taken from Google Maps. Yeah. Um, it's zoomed in a little close. <laughs> we'll put it in the gallery. It is a blue dot next to Alfred Place. And that's all the detail <laughs> on the map. 
I was like, I'm not coming. Did you find it? Uh, they had to then send me like, the link to actually get yeah, directions. Yeah, uh, one like, would assume. I was like, what? <laughs> and then anyway, the best part is I went to Alfred Place and I was like, I think I'm where that is. And he's like, oh, sorry, I just sent you the wrong screenshot. Oh, God, that doesn't even help if you could. No. So I managed to like MacGyver it and it was useless anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so the other day I was listening to the radio mm-hmm. and a song came on and it reminded me of a joke. And as I was like re-chuckling about this joke for probably, I would say the 250th time or roundabouts, wow. I realized that was a joke that a group of kids and I made in year five. Was it Toto's Rosetta? It was not, which okay. is also good. But that means I've been laughing about that joke for nearly 20 years when I think about it. You said year five. Oh, yeah. Okay. What year, What age are you in year five? Like eight or something? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, yeah. Maybe a bit older. Ten. Right. So not quite. Maybe 20 years. 15 tops. It's been a while. Yeah. What I've been... Re- it's not even that good, but it really makes me chuckle. What's the joke? We had a mock... Did you have to learn about the election system where each, like, little groups in your, like, class had mm. to come up with a platform to run on and you ran in the election? No, we did like a lot of uh, fake community stuff. Like we were uh, earn and learn where you had to run a business. Yeah. That kind of thing. That looked really fun, I have to say. We, Is like, that awesome? We got, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. If, have I ever told this on the story? Like I know we talked about. You had to be a baker or something? So that was the previous year. That was oh. year four. I was, it was, I don't know what, I don't think it was called earn and learn, but they had a similar setup where everyone was like allocated um, a role and you had to get married. And so, yeah, year four, I... Oh, I think got, you married our friend Renee. No, Samantha. Oh, sorry, Samantha. I was married to Samantha, who was like my neighbor for a while. did you have like a million children as I well? I think like I was away the day that they <laughs> allocated the children. And so I just came back one day at school <laughs> and it's like, here, you've got like a bunch of kids now. Four kids now, kids now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, you're financially responsible for them and you've got $40 in the bank account. <laughs> and like some people were earning hundreds of dollars, like the people in the mayoral position and right. such were like raking in the cash. And the game got cut off just before we went bankrupt. <laughs> 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 so I, were, I they am, learned a hard lesson. Yeah, we learned about the harsh realities of <laughs> yeah. equal uh, pay. But yeah. Was I, your wife working? She must have been. It's just we had a lot of outgoing expenses. <laughs> for the children. And with like our house that you had to pay for and things like that. Right. So um, that was year four. Year five, we did earn and loan where we, me and um, my mate Sean, who comes up from time to time on the Mm -hmm. podcast we were like best friends back in junior school he uh, and I were real estate agents oh that's right I think Renee must have been the baker okay it turned out that was like a great profession because all you had to do was say hey I'm the real estate agent and then everyone had to buy their house yeah everyone had to buy a house and so we made a lot of money like we were probably the richest people in the class (laughs) and then we still stole way more money from the (laughs) why how what there do you was, mean? There was like fake Monopoly money. And that you just you, stole it. Yeah. So you're also like urban <laughs> learn criminals. That's amazing. I kind of like that concept that you guys are also criminals yeah, on we, the side. We uh, had a double shift. Basically. Yeah, I know. You were like selling houses and doing heists. Yeah. Did you get to choose your job? Yeah, in that one we did. That's smart. Real but, estate agent's smart. But we didn't even like think that much about it when we first signed up. It right. was just like, yeah, real estate agent sounds good. And someone else who was... Um, selling cars. It was also quite successful. 
And like the entirety of the job was like sifting through magazines and finding pictures of houses and cutting them out. This is where you live. And then putting a price tag on it and then making people buy them. (laughs) (laughs) So we were like multimillionaires and everyone else was like broke, but then we'd still steal money just because we could. Um, But like, I remember my teacher promised, it's like, hey, bring in a bunch of magazines and uh, we'll pay you for them. Mm -hmm. And me and my mate Brett, we walked around the entire Crescent where I lived and just stole every piece of junk mail that was in the mailboxes. And we got some weird looks because like there was people like on their balcony and we're just going through their mailboxes (laughs) and stuff. And we brought it on Monday and I was like really disappointed because I'm like, you're paying us real money with this, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she'd give us like 200 earning million dollars. I'm like, what the hell? Like we spent like three hours just disappeared. Our parents were probably like, where'd they go? (laughs) And it's only earn and learn dollars. Yeah. We're like, we steal more than this in like a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And then in year six, we were like Aboriginal tribes. Okay. And so your table, like you had like six of you on a table and you had to come up with like a name for your tribe and you had to build like a hut around your table. And I remember the teacher. Well, it was like class survivor. Yeah, kind of. Um, Didn't you have, weren't you planets at one time? I don't know if I was a planet. It seems like this kind of thing we would have done. Because I remember Renee also went to your same primary school, a friend of ours, and she was talking about it and she wanted to name her planet Diarrhea. (laughs) But no one, she asked the teacher how to spell it and she's like, nope, I'm not helping you. Oh, really? And so Renee's planet ended up being called Dioria. Yeah, (laughs) that's kind of nice. Um, But she did name our tribe. She was on our tribe. Was she? What was it called? We were the gods. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) And I remember the teacher being pissed off at us because she uh, was kind of saying, oh, you can build your like hut all the different, all these different ways. And Mm -hmm. like she kind of gave us like five different examples of how you can build your hut. And every single person in the classroom built them the same way. Like the (laughs) A-frame thing. Because it's the easiest? I guess so. (laughs) And she was like really pissed off at the class. But it's not like you can pick on like one person. It's like, hey... You didn't do anything yeah, different right. to anyone else. It's like she, she didn't allocate us like no. a different way. And Why did everyone do it that way? Again, probably to your point, that's probably just like <laughs> an easy way to do it. And so we decorated them. I think we like the compromises. We had to decorate them quite differently <laughs> and that appeased her somewhat. But uh, yeah, she was annoyed. She didn't get angry. <laughs> up. Like, she didn't get upset much, but she got upset at that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yes, that was our... Earn and learn type experience. All right. So we did a similar thing, except we were all different parties in an election. And it was to learn about the electoral system rather yeah. than like earn and learn or to learn about money or responsibility or whatever. And I um, see, I still also remember I did a presentation on referendums. So people are always like, why don't we have a referendum about this? I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> like that's one of the things I can point to in school and be like, I that definitely learned off. something. Yeah, right. Like it paid off. Like. I learned something that project. Like, you yeah. know, a lot of projects you're like... That was pointless. I did one on albatrosses. I couldn't tell you a thing about albatrosses yeah, anymore. Sure. But this one, I'm like, no, we can't do a referendum because referendums can only change the constitution. What you want to change is the marriage act. Mm. <laughs> All right. What year was that? Year five. That's pretty good for year five. I know. So, um, and I just remember it used to be like back in the days of like kid pics or... Yeah. There was something else like kid pics where you did slideshows sort of, like so alter like, something. Or? These were like um, MS Paint type programs. Right. Where it was like on the Mac, like back in the like real early 90s. Yeah. 
yeah, it was just like really basic art programs for kids. Yeah. And mine, you could do voiceovers. Yeah. And mine went referendums. <laughs> I like, still remember. Anyway, so the joke I still laugh about was our party was called the You've Got to Fight for Your Right to Party Party. Okay. And I just, yeah, came on again. And I was like, oh, we were like 10-year-old Beastie Boys fans. Like, we were pretty cool. Well, I think like in that time, um, that song got like a cover that was quite popular. That oh, maybe that's why. Like, NYCC, like, I believe, okay. which no one ever heard from before or again. <laughs> I was like, shoot, we were like pretty trendy if we were listening to the Beastie Boys. Yeah, no, nah, I thought so. <laughs> um, the funny thing about that cover, mm-hmm. like in the song, there's the lyric... Mum, you're just jealous. It's the Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. Yeah. What did they change it they to? They did not change it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I definitely remember hearing that. So yeah. it can't be, but nope. It's also funny that um, the song, like the cover version is almost identical. Like <laughs> when you do a cover, like often... Usually you add your own arrangement yeah, or like... Like Disturbed flavor. just put out a song, um, a version of the Song of Silence. And they're like a... Sound of Silence? Sorry. Yeah. The Sound of Silence. They're like a... a like a screamo metal band right. kind of and then they've got like this really nice orchestral version of that song well what jumps to mind for me is like say nine inch nails hurt versus johnny cash yeah perfect example yeah um and this is just like hey well what if we just record that song <laughs> <laughs> and somehow it charted different people yeah well it charted so well that it touched our nine-year-old's hearts <laughs> that we thought it'd be funny to call our party that we you've got to fight for your right to party party yeah well done yeah i bet i heard it on the radio and i like smirked again as I do every time I hear it and I was like I'm smirking about a 20 year old joke <laughs> um so what's the question like do, is there anything like that, that yeah can... like do you have any like what was like a joke the oldest joke that you still smirk about like it's still like that still kind of gets me I think that's pretty funny I would laugh if children did that <laughs> yeah right I don't know like the, one of the earliest memories that I have is um my two-year-old birthday party yeah and so I was at my grandparents' house in Canada. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister being given these chairs. They're like just these little plastic chairs. <laughs> like I think I think every child had them in the 90s because okay. we too had them. Yeah, right. I can actually picture them in my mind. They're like small and plastic and come in bright colours and they usually have some sort of like sticker decal on the back. Yeah, well, I didn't have a sticker, but... Um, um, lattice? Some of them were yeah, lattice. Yeah, it was yeah. lattice. Uh, I think mine was yellow. She had the white one. Oh, we had like red, blue and pink. I recall. Yeah, and it was one of the things, like, I was obviously quite attached to these chairs because I remember <laughs> going back to Toronto, like, two years later. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's my the chair. chair. <laughs> I can't imagine... Year old friend. Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> grandma and grandpa making much use of it in the meantime. <laughs> but uh, my mum invited some of her family friends and, like, their kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them would just sit in my chair Ooh. and, like... That's not on. I was just like so annoyed by it. (laughs) She, uh, you know, would sit in this chair. I'm like, get out. It's my chair. (laughs) And she refused to move. Wow. Good on her. Sassy. I like it. But then eventually she'd, you know, have to get up to, I don't know, get something to eat or yeah, do whatever. And so I'd sit down and like, got my chair back. (laughs) But then I instantly get bored. (laughs) I'm like, well, I don't want to sit in that chair. I want to enjoy the party. (laughs) This is my birthday. Yeah. So there was only so long I could sit before I got up and then she'd sneak it back. And then I'd be, it's a vicious cycle. I'm like, get out of my chair. I just wanted the option of a chair. Sitting in it is should I want yeah. to. <laughs> right. oh, that's so good. So uh, it's not really a joke, but, yeah, but I do. You still that, chuckle about it occasionally. Yeah, it's been popping into my mind recently. Or get annoyed. Which one? <laughs> uh, no, it's it's more funny now with the... Uh, 
I you thought know. you would still look back and be like, why can't you just leave the chair alone? Pain, <laughs> what is it? Pain plus time equal, equals <laughs> <It's> comedy. comedy. <laughs> so, uh, Carolyn. If you listen. I don't forgive I you. I forgive but... you. Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Put words in your mouth. Then. Yeah. No. Um, I have not forgotten. And so help you if you ever have a party and there's a chair. <laughs> I'm going to invite Carolyn over for a game of musical chairs one day. <laughs> And everyone, I'll, I'll just have to instruct, like, I'll be training my friends that, like, you guys are going to just, like, sit down as quickly as you can. <laughs> Round one, Leave you're out. nowhere for her to yeah, sit. Right. Just so she knows what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging out with uh, Brendan, who gets the occasional mention on the uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. My ex-roommate, for anyone uh, who's a new listener. And uh, he dropped a bit of a... Uh, Brendanism okay. that I thought needed to get a mention on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So for long-time listeners, you'll know that he had a propensity for spending a lot of money on just ridiculous things. Yeah, um, lobster ravioli is the one that jumps out. Yep. He also had a big collection of handkerchiefs. That's another one. Um, the lobster ravioli is definitely the favourite where he spent like, I think it was like $16 or something on six pieces of ravioli. <laughs> Not enough to make. He ate them over six nights. No, it wasn't enough to make a complete meal. So we would have to combine them with other foods to uh, make his dish. Um, He bought a watch from. It was like some European country. I forget now, but he was the the first person in the world. Oh no! The first person in Australia. Yeah, the first person in Australia to order one. Um, which he was really proud of. I remember that being a very big thing that he was the first person in Australia to have one. Yeah, and he was like contacting the designer personally. No, I think like we made out that someone else had it and he like flipped it. No, I was suggesting that I should just show up with one on my wrist Oh, that's right. I thought we like (laughs) pretended to him that we'd seen someone else with it and he was like, what? That was the plan. I don't think it happened. Um, He's a guy that shopped at a store that only sold one, uh, no, sorry, two t-shirts in each design in each size so you didn't accidentally run into someone wearing the uh, same shirt. Did he? <laughs> oh, he did. Did he? I didn't know that. He spent hundreds of dollars on these shirts. That's so funny. Um, he frequents, I don't think we've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but uh, me and Julian certainly refer to it quite Giggle regularly. About it. That um, he visits a store called Miss Truffle. <laughs> Just, I mean, that's a name. Uh, yeah, like, I assume it's just only sells truffle and truffle-based products. But why miss? Well, I mean, you got to call it something. Okay. It's more the fact that he shops at a store that's just, like, the most... <laughs> truffle-based yeah, items. Yeah, well, truffles are notorious for being, like, the most ridiculously expensive <laughs> cooking ingredient, yeah, essentially. True. Like, and, I've j- and then I'll be going by uh, Mr. Caviar on the way home. Yeah, ex- exactly. So I think that gives you, like, a good basis of who we're talking with here. Who we're talking about. He's like, I know you'll like this. I bought something this week that you guys might appreciate. So we're going to play a bit of what did Brendan buy? Oh, no. Okay. All right. I'll give you three options. Did he A, buy a French silk bow tie? Oh, that does sound very Brendan. Did he? But there could be other people with that bow tie. Yeah, I don't know. I'm leaning away from that. Okay. You think that he's like only in the market for exclusivity? Well, we know that he is. That's one thing we definitely know about Brendan. Did he buy Marty McFly's shoes from Back to the Future? The self-lacing boots? I'm going to go no. Or C, a Turkish pocket square. That one. (laughs) 
It did indeed buy a Turkish pockets. <laughs> I knew it. As soon as I heard it, it was so clear. How much do you reckon he spent on a pocket square? Or how much would you spend on a pocket square? How much would I spend on a pocket square? $10. And how much do you think Brendan spent on a pocket square? 200 pounds. It was $140. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is he getting much use out of that? I don't think he's had any use out of it yet. <laughs> And I was trying to grill him on what kind of situation would require a, a pocket, pocket square. square. Is, he's got enough handkerchiefs for the job. You would have thought. Yes, I know <laughs> that he does. I've seen the collection. I don't understand why he needs more. So apparently it comes from, I think, two sisters in Turkey that sell this thing. Um, it was called Gave, you a, Gave Your Monster. Mm-hmm. Unless that's just autocorrect fucking up on me. It could be like, have your monster or something. Oh, okay. That sounds maybe. Or maybe save your monster. Yeah. Anyway, something about a monster. Sure. And you said it's 40 centimeters large, which seemed, I thought was. That's a large square. We're back in handkerchief territory, surely. Exactly. That's not a pocket square. That's a handkerchief. Again. His argument. He's just trying to sneak it it under a new category. Because if you're like, I've got another handkerchief. He's fiance girlfriend would probably kill him but he's like i've never i don't have any other pocket squares no i've got handkerchiefs but this is different yeah exactly i feel like he's pulled the lady excuse like oh no these these aren't really shoes like they're different you can't the feet platform yeah that's right yeah no i was like yeah what kind of situation do you use the pocket square and he's indeed like, basically anywhere that you wear a suit jacket <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> but his argument for why it was so expensive is, A, because it's like handcrafted, I guess. Yeah. And B, because it's so large, you can fold it in several different ways. So I mean, you've well, got like different... It's uh, reusable, Ben. Evidently. You've got different... Um, shapes you can create. You can have a little pocket swan. Not necessarily shapes, but images. Like, oh, right. Because so, it's got like monsters on it. I see. So, so you can you, fold it in different ways and see something different every day. Yeah. You've got seven days worth of handkerchief there. Or maybe like four, one for each corner or something. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm, buying I'm, it. I'm not a pocket square expert. No. I mean, who is? Because they're handkerchiefs. Well, maybe Brendan, perhaps. <laughs> I don't think so. I think they're handkerchiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can't wait to see this thing. I saw terrifies I, me. It was so this. obvious to me what it was. <laughs> Like, I was not even convinced by the other two. I know no, Brendan. Once you heard the real one. Oh, it was just so apparent. Yeah. Anyway, I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I've been Ben. You can email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. You can get me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will also find us. You can rate and review us on iTunes. You can also subscribe there to get everything automatically on your iDevice. And the best way to help us is to do that or to recommend us to your friends. Facebook.com slash insane ramblings will also find us. I did get another text. Oh, yeah. From my sister. I yeah. mentioned last episode she was sending me uh, All Star by Smash Mouth. Yeah, lyrics. okay, and? This one's just uh, reads dun, 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 dun. You might as well be walking on the sun. <laughs> she didn't even include the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know the rest, or? What do you mean? That's not the lyrics, is it? Yeah. Is it? What do you think I the lyrics are? I thought there was are? words there. No. Let's find out. All right. First of all, I made that up. That was just a callback. Oh, it didn't actually text okay. me. <laughs> I thought there was actual lyrics there. No, no. The, is that a Smash Mouth song? To play us out, his Smash Mouth walking on the sun. <laughs> 
how long do we have to go to get to that verse? I feel like it's... I just think play us out with the whole song. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get to the first chorus, I think. It ain't no joke, I'd like to bother world a token. Teach the world to sing in perfect harmony and teach I'm looking at, like, do you think that guy in the video clip is the actual... I'm pretty sure that is Smash singer. Mouth, yeah. It's like you would not get a, um, like a top 40 single if you look like that these days. Not these days, no. It's like, like balding, overweight guy. That, uh, you know, this song has got like 23 million views on It's a great song. YouTube, and it came out after YouTube, so that's like considerate, considerable. But uh, I feel like he would be considerate looking at it. <laughs> He's considerate. Tell you who I'm obsessed with these days. Hang on, speaking here we go. Guys. Okay. Oh, I was going with the bit before at the end of the chorus lead in. I mean, the end of the verse lead into chorus. No, she, she texted me that. Bit. Oh, right. She <laughs> texted you the instrumental break. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's less sensical, but okay. How great's Ken Bone? I, I've kind of missed this. Really? Thing. I, I, will, I read his AMA him. and it was hilarious. Okay, so I read bits of it. He just like appeared in a presidential debate and asked a question and the internet adored him. What do you mean appeared? Like you can ask a question. So, you know, like Q&A on Australian TV in one of the presidential debates, they choose undecided voters from the local area to come to the thing and you put your questions in and the moderator can choose you to ask a question to the candidate. And so what was so good about him that people... Just his looks. It he's was just like, based on appearance, not yeah. his question or anything? Oh, it was a good question as well. But, but was it like a funny question or was it just like insightful? Neither really. I mean, it was an okay question, but it was nothing brown, groundbreaking. Okay. He was just talking about that he's a coal worker, but, you know, he wants his job to continue being protected, but also he wants cleaner energy. So how are they going to manage like the transition to protect the environment and workers in the area? Yeah, right. Because it seems like a lot of the news, I guess, assumes that you're caught up on the origins of this shit. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the time they're like, oh, so what do you think about this um, explosion in New York City? No, what? And I'm like... What explosion? Yeah. Roll roll (laughs) tape. So I hear all the discussion, but no... None of the setup. Right. And so you kind of can... You're constantly keep... getting punchline. Yeah. <laughs> like you can piece it together. It's like, all right, there was something in a dumpster and then that exploded. But like you have to work backwards. Yeah, it's, it is annoying. Like all the... I love me a good BBC timeline. And I'm you... like, thank you. Well, that's why I appreciate um, shows like Keith and the Girl who often will just go from like, all right, here's what happened. Right. Now we'll put our commentary on it. Yeah. But I guess like because everyone's doing the here's what happened like the minute it happens they kind of assume that, that you already know or they'll up. lose you if they're like here's what happened again you're yeah like, but if you miss that then it's like well <laughs> what's going on who's ken bone so, so i jumped in like funny right name at the and looked funny <laughs> so that like his name obviously that was like a big part of it as well and he looked funny he looked like a human hug is what he's been described <laughs> okay as. Um, um and he is funny on twitter and he did a Reddit AMA and it was hilarious. Yeah, I read, I read like, you know, the first few responses. Did you laugh? It was like decent, but I was just trying to work out why everyone was so in love with this guy. I think because he's like a nice person that was involved in the presidential debate and there's no one else to go for. The um, <laughs> You need someone to root for in this world. The update to this, I don't know if you got... He did that AMA, which mm-hmm. is like for anyone who's not a reg- oh, Reddit yeah, user, sorry. it's ask me anything. It's like a Q&A kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He used his existing Reddit account for that, which 
then everyone was like, you've commented on porn before. Yeah. So, yeah, he was in like a lot of like non-safe for work threads mm-hmm. and commenting on like women's bodies and things like that. But you read like a lot of those comments and they're just like... They're pretty vanilla. I wouldn't... Well, no, not his stuff. I oh. mean, I'm being people like that would comment on those kind of videos or pictures or whatever. Yeah. And they're just like the most vile part of the internet. Yeah. And then you read his... And it was like almost constructive feedback. It's like, oh yeah, you can, you know, good on you for doing this. You're so pretty. And like, even when he was talking about, I think he was talking Jennifer about. Jennifer Lawrence's leaked photos. Yeah. He's like, I saw her butthole and I liked it. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. He still sounds like such a delightful yeah. person. <laughs> mm, all right. Thanks. Thanks for the update. Yeah. He was like, look, I don't think it's her fault if I left my like wallet on top of the Bowser at the petrol station. That doesn't make it right when someone uses it. It's a silly thing to do, but I did get to see her butthole and I liked it. <laughs> um, all right, well, and someone on. tweeted at him, I bet Ken Bone has a hot wife. And he tweeted back, he does. Yeah. He's just so likable. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's definitely, yeah, getting his 15 minutes of fame, but yeah, I... Uh... I just thought he did a really good AMA about how he was getting his 15 minutes of fame and how crazy it is. He's yeah. Like, Fair enough. Yeah, I appreciated that. Just as someone who didn't watch the debate. I know like 100 million people watched it. I didn't watch it either. But I feel like I need a... A Ken Bone update. Or like just the four-on-one. I need like the ground-level introduction. Who is... Who is Ken Bone? Yeah. I thought that was a really good... um, He said something really funny in that thing where he was going to dress up as something. Oh, yeah. He was going to go to Halloween as Obi-Wan Ken Boney. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was like, I hear the sexy Ken Bone is going to be a a hit this Halloween. He's like, well, I'm already the sexy Ken Bone. So So I'm going to go as Obi-Wan Ken Boney. I was like, that's hilarious. That really got me. That got me on his side, despite the not safe for work comments. And he also, in pregnant women porn, called them beautiful human submarines. (laughs) This has got some vivid imagery there. Anyway, I'm on side. All right, good to hear it. Away Seaboat. Away Seaboat. So I worked out why I hate puns. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Go yeah. On. So, like, they put a lot of pressure on you. On who? Like, the listenee. Have you ever been around when someone tells a pun? Yeah. Like, everyone else is laughing and everyone's just staring at you and I feel like I have to pretend to enjoy it. And, like, <laughs> most puns aren't that good. If you're in that group scenario like that, I don't think everyone is laughing. I feel like there's often a groan. Go no, into the crowd. Like, so people are like groaning, but then laughing, and everyone's looking at me, neither groaning nor laughing. So I'm like, I don't think everyone is looking at you. <laughs> they are, because they're like, why are you laughing? Do you hate fun? I'm like, no, I don't hate fun. This is just a shit joke. It's not funny. Well, <laughs> if you have that reaction, <laughs> then maybe Sorry? I can understand. Well, no, I don't quite say it like that. You I think I'd be a little harsh. Throw your, you guys are the worst. Throw your glass on the ground. <laughs> My glass? Oh, glass. I assume, you're, I assume you're drinking at the time. Oh, right. I was thinking glove because I was like dropping it as like to start as a duel. As a duel. <laughs> I mean, 
either way, just something dramatic to, <laughs> to kind of you know highlight the fact that that joke was so terrible. Yeah, well, no, that's why I hate puns so much. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on me to enjoy them, and I barely ever do. But you said that even on um, Twitter, you don't like Monday Pun Day or whatever it was. That's not like people I are guess, crowding no, around to see your reaction. I know, but they all just relate to the same thing. I'm like, these are barely ever good. But that's your. I think that's the bigger problem is that you're just getting a lot of bad puns, but maybe you've got a high comedic bar. Right. So you're saying I'm too harsh on people's puns. This no, is the same you, problem revealed again. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying that you have to like them, but it's like what we were saying with anything. It's like I don't like bad puns. It's like I don't like bad music. I don't like bad movies. I just <laughs> but saying like I don't like puns all around. I do. I like. I really just don't because whenever there's one, I feel pressure to react in a certain way. So <laughs> when right, I just well, know a pun's coming, I'm like, I'm probably not going to like it. Just don't look at me. I'll make sure to keep my puns to a minimum. So that's why it makes me anxious. Or at least my judgment to a minimum. I mean, either or, it's suitable for me. I'll preface. I'll preface any pun. I feel like with... I'm about to tell a pun, but if you don't like it, that's okay too. Uh, yeah. All right, no, that'll really kick the joke into overall <laughs> I'm just saying, for my comfort, if you could do that before every joke you tell. Yeah, for sure. I'd really appreciate that. All right, I'm, go. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that one. Yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> All right, bye. Yeah. Insane ramblings.